Welcome back to another edition of Sports Business Secrets. My name is Kevin Tarka. I am the founder of Creation Talent Agency, and I will be releasing a new podcast every single day for an entire year that is specifically designed to share the inevitable challenges of the sports business world and how to overcome them. I'm inviting you to join me in real time on my personal journey of representing professional basketball players, traveling the world, and continuously finding ways to battle through the adversity in this competitive industry. The goal is to share as many secrets as I can to help you along your own path to success. Welcome back, my friends. Based on the title of this uh, podcast episode, you know what time it is. Today, we are highlighting another KTA client. And if you've been following, I've done a podcast episode for every single one of my current clients that I represent, which uh, which are pl- all happen to be players. Uh, but obviously, since the last one I did, I've added a few coaching clients. So here we are. Uh, and obviously, I will be sharing uh, an episode on each of my uh, coaching clients as I continue to grow that branch of the company. Um, and I will continue the theme of sharing not only their success on the basketball court, uh, and in, in this case, the sideline, but also highlight some things off the court and ultimately why I believe uh, my client will be successful. So today's spotlight is on my very first coaching client, one of my best friends, Evan Baker. So this is going to be a very big picture, I guess, episode as the term I like to use a lot, 30,000 foot view of why Evan will be successful uh, because I've known Evan since uh, since the college days, actually a little bit before the college days. And trust me, this episode could be hours and uh, and I can include some stories that might not be uh, you know necessarily appropriate, but uh, but I'll try and keep it summarized here um, in uh, in the best intentions and let you know why. My guy, eBakes, is going to be successful. So uh, first, I like to throw it back to the first time that I've ever met my, uh, any of my clients. Uh, and so the first time that I met Ev was when I was a senior in high school, and he was a freshman at Quinnipiac University. So I happened to have a friend from the same high school that was a year older than me that was roommates with Evan at Quinnipiac, our guy Tim. And, uh, and Tim knew that Quinnipiac was one of the schools that was on my list which was a dream school for me to play hoops at. And he said, man, you got to meet, you know, you know, you got to meet E-Bake. So, um, so I planned a trip up to Hamden, Connecticut to stay over for the weekend, check out the campus and the people. And that was really the first time that we met. Now that first weekend, we definitely did not have any alcoholic beverages. We definitely did not engage in any drinking games. And of course we did not end up running the table, playing beer pong all night. We were not 21, so we definitely did not do any of that. But from a personal standpoint, we uh, we got along immediately. I mean, this is a guy, you got to realize that Ev is a guy who uh, was a big-time recruit. He was 2006 Gatorade Player of the Year in D.C. and, uh, you know, one of the faces of Quinnipiac basketball. And here I am, some some kid who definitely didn't look like a Division One player um, and who didn't hear back from half the schools that I reached out to and had – approximately zero scholarship offers telling him my goal of walking onto the team and really just sharing with him my vision. And I always appreciated him from the get-go for simply just listening, right? Just listening and respecting my goals and my visions. And he didn't care how good I was or how many minutes I might play or if I was even going to make the team. He just listened and and supported. And so that really started our relationship. And obviously, 
you know, I ended up choosing Quinnipiac and walked onto the team and he was supportive the whole time and you know, even vouching to the coaches for me, you know, during the walk-on process and, you know, just looking out. And so, you know, we obviously became pretty close that first Thanksgiving. He came back to Jersey with me to hang out with the fam and, and high school friends and just became part of the the Monty crew, as we call it. Um, but over the four four years there, you know, that, that was my guy. And uh, unfortunately, he had a situation with an injury that ultimately kept him from playing. Uh, and, and at one point, he had to hang up the shoes, which I know was one of the toughest things for him to do. But during that time, he handled it way better than I would have, that's for sure. You know, he could have packed it in, but he decided that he could use that opportunity to open doors for himself for the rest of his life and really use his experience and his skill set to impact others around him. And maybe if he wasn't, if playing wasn't in the cards for him, then coaching was. And that was really where his dream began, um, which, again, I mean, if you are uh, that level of basketball player, actually, I don't care any level of basketball player, if you have a, uh, a career ending injury that you can no longer play. I mean, that, that is, that is really, really tough mentally. And so he handled it better than anyone that, that, that I can ever imagine handled it. Um, so he spent some time there at Quinnipiac on staff, basically as an additional assistant, as an undergraduate, and then as a graduate manager, just kind of learning the ropes um, and, and understanding what you have to do from, from really from the ground floor to become, you know, where our coaches were at the time. And that was really that first stepping stone for his coaching career. And then after Quinnipiac, he spent some time in the AAU scene with uh, with Team Takeover down in D.C. And then I will never forget the day he found out he had an opportunity to join a college staff. Um, he was actually at my parents' house in Jersey. We, we, I forget what we were doing. We, we were both at my parents' house in Jersey. Uh, I think he just came for a visit. And he just broke down the opportunity to me. He got a phone call. He said, look, you know, it's a chance to be a grad assistant at Penn State. Um, but, you know, he, he, he didn't necessarily want to do school anymore. And he already had a master's from Quinnipiac. And, you know, he, he wasn't too, too, I mean, he obviously was grateful for the opportunity, but, you know, he, he, was, he wasn't sure if it was something he should do or if he should continue to double down in the D.C. area with the AU scene and, and, you know, kind of wait it out. Uh, he, obviously, he said, you know, it wasn't ideal that he wasn't really getting paid for it. You know, of course, he was hoping to get a, jo- a paid job on staff somewhere, like everyone is at that level even if it was a director of basketball operations job. Um, and so that was really the first time we had the conversation about the future value of planting seeds now and planting seeds in the coaching world. And I basically just said, look, man, I mean, this is something that you've been working for. It's not perfect, but honestly, it's never going to be perfect. And I just told him straight up that if, if he, I knew that if he had a conversation with the Evan Baker from five years prior or even you know one or two years prior, and he told that previous version of Evan Baker that he turned down an opportunity to advance his career on staff at Penn State University, he would have slapped himself in the face. I said, you know, look, I, I just I know that it's not ideal, but I know that's going to open a lot of doors for you, and you're going to be able to continue to uh, work at your craft and build your build your coaching you know coaching tree relationships. Uh, and he said, oh hell yeah, like let's do this. I'm in. And right then and there, like he he made the phone call and 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 he committed to join that staff and and so his college his his collegiate coaching career continued, um and so that was just a that was just a really cool experience for me to kind of see him you know just better himself you know like uh, I say it all the time whether you're a coach or you're a player or an agent or whatever you're doing in any industry at some point you have to bet on yourself and so he spent two seasons at Penn State assisting in player development and. 
um, having all sorts of practice duties. And he, he, he edited film for, for coaches to analyze it. He assisted the director of player development with all of their daily tasks. And um, he did a great job there. And then he was presented an opportunity to join Akron two years later as their video coordinator. And he didn't necessarily expect to spend four years there, but he did. And he got better every single year. Um, and then, so, so he, again, he was there for four years and the last two years, two years prior to this, you know, he thought he, he thought he had a job on staff somewhere as an assistant a, a couple different times and it ended up falling through last minute. And, you know, we just had to have that conversation again, like, look, man, you know, I know, I know it's not perfect, but I, I still really believe you're, you're in a good spot. You know, when the right door is supposed to open, it's going to open and it will open quickly and it will open purposefully. And you're going to know when that time comes. And I'm just super excited that that finally came this year. You know, he called me a few months ago and said, yo, what's up, man? Like, I'm really pumped. Like, it, it looks like I'm, I'm going home and, and you might have to visit. And he was kind of like messing with me. I said, yeah, well, that's cool. I mean, I can, I can always come back to Akron and visit again if you want, like, you know, or, or we can go back to, you know, hometown. He said, well, you can, if you want, but I'm not going to be in Akron. And then obviously I knew I was like, I was like, all right. So, so, so now's the time. So, so he obviously let me know. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm just super excited for him. So, you know, this is a guy that's been scratching and clawing at it for, for 10 years, literally 10 years before, his, before he got his first division one assistant coaching job. And, and there are plenty others that, that, that it takes longer for, but you know, I just say that to put it in perspective that if you are aspiring, if you're an aspiring coach or an aspiring assistant coach and you're going through that process and you're one or two or three years in, or, you know, however many years in, just, just take that in perspective. You know, sometimes everyone has their own story, but sometimes it takes 10 years before that, that, that first, that first real true opportunity cracks open for you. You know, this is a guy who has three degrees. He's got a bachelor's in, in media studies and a master's in journalism from Quinnipiac and a second master's in educational leadership from Penn state. He's well-connected. He's humble. He's never too big time for any task given to him. And most importantly, he has his heart and his mind in the right place to truly impact the next generation of basketball players. And so I know he's going to be in this industry for many years to come. I know that he's going to crush it at UMBC. Um, and I know they're going to be dancing uh, very soon. He's going to do a great job recruiting and just continue to, uh, to, to, to build his, uh, his relationships in the industry and, 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 and impact not only just the players that he coaches, but all the people in the community. So super proud to call him a friend, super honored to represent him. And I can't wait to go check out some games down at UMBC. Go Retrievers. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to go give uh, Coach Baker a follow on social media um, to tag along his coaching journey. So, again, appreciate you for being here. And we'll see you back here tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could give it a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you're feeling really crazy, you can even share it on social media. As always, if there's a topic you want me to talk about further or a guest you would love to hear on the podcast, just shoot me a message on social media at Kevin Tarka. Thanks again, and I'll see you here tomorrow morning on Sports Business Secrets.